Hey guys, uh, you're about to listen to a podcast that I was interviewed on. It's called the Strength Coach Podcast. I do an episode every month uh, with my buddy Anthony Renna. And this month's episode, he interviewed me about the six qualities of A player trainers. So if you're looking for the qualities that you should be looking for in hiring and leading your uh, staff members, trainers specifically, um, this is definitely one you want to listen to. So check out my interview with Anthony Renna on the Strength Coach Podcast on how to find and lead a player trainers. Peace. All right, welcome to another special edition of the Strength Coach Podcast. We do this every month with Vince Gabriel, founder of Gabriel Fitness Performance uh, and the Fitness Business University. He helps gym owners get more clients, make more money, and have more freedom. He's the author of nine fitness-related business books, including the big book of marketing. He does the Kiss Marketing Business Secrets for Gym Owners segment on the regular episodes so Vince, thanks for doing this. Oh, it's my pleasure. I look forward to it uh, every every month, uh, even when I have to beat down your door to make sure we get it on the calendar. Um, but no, it's 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 very exciting to be here again. Well, you know, I, look, we're gonna see. This is how he is. This is how it always. I have to beat down your door for the segment, so you know, it's a little bit. So I'm like, I'm not emailing him until or texting Vince until I get my segments, and I never get my segments. And you're like, <laughs> so. that is true. That is. I'm very delinquent on my segments. You are. Yeah. Well, because it's only you only give me five minutes, so it's like you know. That's true. If, if so I get excited for it. Or okay. I get excited for this where I can you know, really focus on giving lots of value. Exactly. Um, you don't have the time for those short segments. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, one of, we talk about it, but we haven't really gone into too much depth. But, you know, look, one of the biggest problems, we've seen this on the Strength Coach Forum, uh, strengthcoach.com forum where people are asking about employees. How do we keep employees? How do we hire employees? How do we, you know, even even you know, staff meetings or what are some things to, to talk about? Blah blah blah. And it really is, especially right now. So many gyms and so many businesses. I shouldn't say business. Every I went to French Lick last week. I can't tell you, like, every restaurant, Denny's had a 24-hour sign, right? And they're now open from, like, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. They don't have staff. I went, so I went over to another, I was, I was trying to get some breakfast. I went to another place. They were, they were so short-staffed. I wanted to get up and start busting tables, I swear to God. But everywhere you look, it's, we're hiring, we're hiring, we're hiring. And it's not just that we're hiring. Like, how do we find quality team members and today you wanted to talk about six qualities of a player team members so i'm excited for my listeners yeah and, and and i think that you know the this is a several part you know conversation and right today we're going to go over the six qualities of the a players the people that are going to be your best team members moving forward um finding them is a whole nother podcast if you know, three, that's probably broken into three podcasts in and of itself, um, especially with the day and age of what's going on in, in, the, in, the, in the labor market today. But, um, you know, really what I wanted to talk about today is coming off the back of our most recent mastermind, 
we had um, a, a full two days focusing on increasing customer lifetime value, right? And, you know, the, the, the premise of the entire weekend was how do we make a client that, that signs up with us more valuable? And, you know, I gave a bunch of different things that they can do. I had some uh, speakers come up and give a bunch of different uh, things. But at the end of the day, the number one thing that drives um, lifetime, lifetime customer value is, is your staff, right? Is your staff. And um, do, do you have the ability to put A players on the floor? Now, this podcast is not about keeping A players forever. And I think that that's a really important point to make is just because you found an A player does not mean does not mean that you do everything possible to keep that person forever. Um, after it, being in this for 14 years, um, everyone that I've ever had has moved on, right? And it's not about keeping people forever. And if you look at Mike Boyle, you know, who's someone that I respect, most of the people that train at Boyle's um, move on and go do something else. But the reality is they continue to reload. And so I think it's more of, do you understand and know what to look for when you're hiring? Do you understand and know what to look for, not just when you're hiring, but when they start with you? Right? Because sometimes you can't totally identify if this person's going to be amazing in that job interview process, right? You, you really, you know, you hope it's like there's no guarantees. I've had many bad hiring decisions. But at the end of the day, it's it's up to you to start identifying once they get going and they start working. It's like this person, you know, this person is an A player. And I, before I even go with the qualities, I think there's a difference between, you know, an A player and and a superstar and the superstars which are i consider the really really good trainers right that they get out on the floor and they put on the show and they're really good and the clients like them and they kind of have these magnetic personalities right they're superstars but they're really good players but if you almost think about you know call it like you know the Allen Iverson effect, right? Who was a superstar player, but didn't do a really good job of being a great teammate. And, you know, you, you, you could argue back and forth. Did they end up winning a championship? I don't, I don't think so. I don't think he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, so, so you could argue that like he was a superstar player, but with all the things that, and again, there's more better examples in AI, but that's just the one that came to my mind. But you can have these superstar trainers and they cannot be A players. And so that's kind of what I want to talk about is like what you want is you don't want a team of superstars, right? You don't want a team of superstars. You want a team of A players. You want a team of players that are going to show up, do the work, do a, a fantastic job when they're on the floor and then be part of the overall growth and mission of the company, which I'll unpack in these six qualities. Um, you know, recently I had to, you know, fire, um, a superstar trainer that we had, right. And he was a really, really good trainer and it was a really, really hard decision, 
But there was a lot of the qualities that I'll talk about today that, that this person didn't have. And we ended up having to fire, um, you know, what was considered to be our best trainer. But the thing you got to know is the longer you keep those kinds of superstars, um, the more they start to erode your, your culture and company culture to businesses like ours is, is, is everything, right? I'll take, you know, a good, good company culture over a good marketing system all day long. And this is me, the marketing guy saying this, right? Like I've made my living on teaching gym owners marketing, yeah. but I will, but I will take a really, really solid company culture over a perfect marketing system all day long. And, and, and twice on Sunday, there's a quote from the management expert, Peter Drucker says, a culture each strategy for breakfast. And you want A players because A players are going to be really, really good for the culture. Um, so that was like the premise of the weekend when we were at Mastermind. And, but, but the main point I talked about is like, hey, these A players are, this is what drives lifetime value. If you can put A players out on the floor and continually put A players out on the floor over the lifespan of your business. That's the secret. That's the secret sauce, not keeping them forever, but continually being able to put out these A players on the floor over the lifespan of your business. That is what will drive uh, lifetime customer value. And that's what will enable you to have a really financially successful business um, over the course of, of your business career. So, and any questions before I get into it? No, I, the one thing, and I'll remind everybody, this is six qualities of A player team members, if you just didn't really get that from the title and what Vince was talking about. But Vince, if you can, at the for each one, and I hope you're going to identify, how do we identify that in this process, though? Like, the first one is accountability. How do I, how do I figure that out in this process? interview process so i just want to make sure that you're gonna you're gonna inform you know educate us on that yeah no for sure you know we'll get into it and great you gave him the first one so so the, the number one uh quality of an a player is accountability right and and th and this means that when you ask them to do something that they will do it right so think of what is the most base level example of accountability the most base level example of accountability is showing up on time is if you asking a, a, a team member, right. To show up 15 minutes early before the session starts. If they continually show up five minutes early, um, what happens is you will start to lose trust. And, and that was, this was one of the issues in the specific example I gave earlier was this person continually, continually telling you over time, um, would would uh, show up late, would sh call out sick, would do things like that, and 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 this person um, was not accountable. We couldn't depend on this person. We couldn't trust this person. And even as good as they were, and they would come in, you know, five minutes after the session, and they would come in and they would be all disheveled, but then they would show up and they would kill it and they would run a great session and all the clients would be happy. Um, but that doesn't matter. Because that's just, as, again, as I said earlier, is, er, is eroding a culture. Um, so I, I, one of the most important success qualities for, for human beings in general is 
taking 100% responsibility, taking 100% responsibility um, for where they are in their life. And wherever people are listening to this, Ant, um, they are where they are today. And speaking to you, you are where you are today based on a, uh, a series of decisions that you have made over your lifetime that have added up to, to the cumulative effect of where you are right now. And one of the most important things for people to do is accept that responsibility. And people that are accountable take on that responsibility. And people that aren't start to do things like blame others. They blame the dog, they blame the, the water heater, they blame this, they blame that, and they never ever take full responsibility for themselves, right? And so you're probably thinking like, oh, an a, an a player, you're thinking of, an A player has the voice, an A player has you know, the relationships with clients. No, the A player, the base of an A player is that you can depend on them, is they have accountability. And you know, these are things I think that aren't taught as much, right? So I, I'm working on this with my son. I think I've told you this, Joey, right? You know, Joey has this thing where you know, it's his responsibility to turn his light off. Right. And it's no one else's. It's not mine. It's not Vanessa's. It's his responsibility. And every time I walk by and it's the light on, he gets called um, back up to his room to turn his light off. And he now knows that it is his responsibility to turn that light off when he leaves. No one else's. Not his mom's. It's not mine. And then and he doesn't like it when I yell across the street when he's playing with the neighbors and I yell out the window. Hey, Joey, you'll never believe what happened, buddy. And he knows when he hears that, he's got to come running across the street, come inside the house, go all the way upstairs, and turn his light on. And we've kind of gamified it a little bit. Actually, he has three lights. He's got a bathroom, a closet, and a and a um, and um, he's got a bathroom, a closet, and a uh, and his main room. And uh, when he leaves all three on, I call it the trifecta. And I yell, I was like, Joey, you'll never believe it. There's a trifecta going on in your room. Right? Yeah. And he'll be like, oh, man, it's just like, and if you lose two on, it's called the dual effecta. And if it's one on, it's the uno effecta. It's funny. So we, have, we actually have a good time with it. But this process of what I'm doing you know, with my son is teaching him that, hey, he's responsible for his life. He's accountable to that. I'm holding him accountable to that. And his responsibility is to do that. And when he doesn't do it he can't blame anyone else except himself and that's the first quality of an a player because if they don't have this they're not going to do the, the the basics they're not going to do the things that you need them to do to be good teammates um and if they don't do these things they will erode the culture so that that is number one is they do what they're said they were going to do and you know this just doesn't apply to showing up on time Right. This applies to like, you know, maybe some of you are more advanced in your business and you're hiring marketing people and you're hiring, you know, a general manager or you're in this. It's like, no, you had a meeting and you said you were going to get this thing done. And, you know, the next week came and you said, OK, did you do this? And it's like, oh, no, I didn't, didn't have time. I'm sorry. No, like not acceptable, not an A player. Like the people that, that I have in my company that are A players, this does not happen. 
And if it does happen, it's almost like such a rarity that I'm like concerned for their well-being that it did happen. I'll give you an example. We, we have a, a, a girl that works for us in the consulting, in our consulting business. And she is an 100% an A player, like beyond, like A plus player, right? And she showed up, she, she ghosted on a meeting. So it's me and uh, Will, Will, who runs the agency, and we're supposed to meet with her. And she didn't show up. And she just missed it. And it was so out of character for her and so out of whack that we laughed about it. We, 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 had, we joked about it. We, we teased her. We messed with her. And it, we, it, for not one second, but in the last year she's been working with us, she has earned this unbelievable. So I'm not saying you have to be 100% perfect, right? Um, but you, you have to do the things that, that, that do the things to build trust. Uh, with your team. So th- this is, this is kind of what I mean uh, through uh, accountability. So that is, that is number one at, at base level, the, 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 an A player needs to be accountable and they need to take 100% responsibility um, for their success. Okay. Um, number two, number two is commitment, commitment. Um, Steve jobs said, I want to find executives that are going to fall in love with Apple. And man, I can't think of um, a person that I've had on my team that has given us uh, a really good experience as a trainer or a front desk person or whatever um, that hasn't like really, really loved GFP. All right. GFP being my gym. And that's kind of what you want. You want people that are committed to the journey you're on, to the mission you're on. Now, this is a a tough one here, okay? Because some of this is really based on the owner and how you, as the owner of your business, um, communicates this. Right. Because it's hard to get committed to something like make believe like you're on like a team. Right. And, you know, on a team, it's really simple and easy. Right. What do we want to do? We want to win the Super Bowl. And so we're all that's the vision. Right. We're all committed to moving towards this season to to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, some of the players are committed, some are not. But it's very, very clear what they need to be committed to. And I think a lot of gym owners do not do a good job. So at base level, what you want to do is communicate some kind of a, of a vision or communicate some kind of a mission of what they should be committed to. And that is like when you get people that are bought in, when you get people that are, are committed, they are, are going to want to show up to work. They are going to do really, really great work for you. Um, and you're not going to have to be like super motivational to them um, because they have this commitment. They're going to want to do the best they can. And so I think that that's a, that's a really, really big point is that you, the owner, need to demonstrate what they should be committed to. And after you have done that, you want to find people that are showed up that are proud to work for your company. 
they're proud to work for your company because they believe in what you're doing. They believe in the vision. They believe in the mission. And they show up to work every day committed um, to that. that. That's an A player, right? You don't want people that are just collecting a paycheck. And if you if you if you got people on your team that are just there to collect the paycheck, um, it's really hard to build a good culture around those kinds of people, around those kinds of people, because they are the ones that are you know just going to be do a pretty mediocre job. Yeah. So you you got to make sure that you got people that are on the bus. They're on. They're they're committed to you. Think about what it's like for for Mike Boyle, and people are committed because. It's like an honor to work at Boyles. Like he's got like, you know, tons of people trying to work there. And then when they get the job, they're so grateful that they got the job. Then they're, they're there and then they're committed to it. They're committed because they know they're part of a championship style team. And they're committed to making that team and doing their part to make that thing better. Um, so, so, so that is number two. Yeah. The second quality of an A player is they've got 100% commitment to you, your business, and, um, and and where you're going. Vince, what I would let me just take a step back with accountability and commitment for a second. So, what I say to somebody for a commitment, like, hey, Vince, so tell me what you loved about your last job, or uh, like, how would I find that out? Or, or accountability. Tell me a time when, you know, something went wrong and it was your fault. Like, what are, how would I figure this out in, in, in the interview or in that process? Yeah, no, you're on the right track, Ant. Um, what, what I suggest everyone does is create one interview question based around uh, each one of these. Okay. Now, I look for commitment in the interview process early based on this question. What do you know about us? And so I want to know that that person is, has done the research about my company, right? And if you think about it, think of the difference between someone that applies for a job and they spray their resume across 10 to you know, 15 different businesses and one hits, but they know nothing about your company versus the person that spent all night looking at your website and combing through. We had a person the other day that came in um, that we're hiring and she saw Vanessa in the gym and she knew who Vanessa was because she read my bio, right? And there's a picture of me and Vanessa on the website, right? And she started talking to Vanessa and mentioning things that were in the bio. Like that's someone nice. that I think has, is, is the step to be committed because they're starting with, man, this is a really cool place. I'm going to, I really want to work here because I see the kind of culture they've got. I see what's going on. So again, like I said, some of that is on their, is on their, is in their court, but some of it's in yours, right? Some of it is, is who, who do you need to become, right? And who do you need to become to be a business that they want to be committed to? That's, that, that's, that's a, like a little bit of a gut check right there. Yeah. Like, are you running a good enough business right now to find people that will be committed to it? So this is a two-way street here, Ant. This is a two-way street um, for, for, for the owner and for the person. Is you, who do you need to become to be a business that they want to be committed to? 
Yeah. And then you'll start attracting the A players. But that's what I would say is look for those kinds of things in the interview process. Um, you know, I, I really want them. I, I, I look at that as if they know a lot about me coming in, that is, um, you know, a very, very powerful thing and a good step forward. And again, as I said, yeah. Ant, you can't always tell in the interview process. Sure. You can't always tell. Right. You, you got to like they got to put the best foot forward in the interview process. But then you really see that the A player role forming over time. Yeah. Vince, I, 25 years ago, I was trying to open up a coffee bar and uh, I, I wanted to work at Starbucks for, you know, a little while to learn what they were doing. And in the interview, I learned the mission statement. The guy almost fell out of his chair. He's like, oh, what do you, like, why would you want, why do you want to work here? And I just kind of repeated the mission. I, I love your mission statement. And I mean, the guy was just like, Oh my, yeah, I was pretty much hired right after that. So it's a great point. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 Great point. But, um, so that's number two is commitment. Uh, number three is they are coachable. They're coachable. Now think of, you know, the young kid that plays basketball and, you know, he's doing something wrong and the coach, um, you know, goes and coaches him up. And the kid gets like this huffy, bad attitude. Right. And he's like, oh, like, you know, well, I was doing that. I thought I was doing this. And like, no. And he's like almost giving like back talk to the coach. I used to have a, a guy I went to, to college with and the coach would give him feedback in film sessions. And he would look, he always had this. He would always talk back. Right. He would always talk back to the coach instead of like accepting the feedback and accepting the criticism, he would always try to like argue his point. He's like, but, but you know, well, this and that. And it's just like, no, I, a players are coachable. A players are people that you can sit down with and say, Hey, you know, I saw you, you know, I saw you do this, or I, I saw you, you know, the way that you were coaching that person on the bench press. And I, I actually, I remember, um, big, big Tom, who's like, you know, you know, big Tom, he worked with me for 13 years. He's gone off on his own now. Right. But, um, probably in the first month of big Tom's employment, I was, saw him and he was coaching a bench press and the kid was doing bench press and the kid's elbows were flaring like super wide, like, you know, on a bench press, the kid, the elbow is supposed to be 45 degrees, you know, from the shoulder. That's what we coach. Right. And the kid's elbows were like flaring almost like up to his traps Right. And I, I pulled Tom aside. I was like, Tom, you know, and I coached him up on to do that. And he looked me in the eyes. He was like, he's like, got it. Thanks. Thanks. Gotcha. And never, ever made that mistake again. Right. And that's like, he's an A player because he took the feedback, took the coach, he took the coaching, didn't take it personally. Right. Didn't take it personally and went and, and made the adjustment. And so that's what you want. You want people that are open, um, to to being coached because if they're not open to being coached what it usually means is they have something called a fixed mindset and i don't know if you've read any of dweck's work carol dweck's work uh she wrote a book called mindset but she basically compares the growth mindset and a fixed mindset and a fixed mindset is you take any type of coaching as 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 a personal attack or criticism Versus a growth mindset views any type of feedback as, you know, things that can help them become better, you know, and that's why that's one of our core values. One of our core values in all my companies is have a growth mindset, 
because you want people that are going to continually prove, hey, man, there's nothing more important in this life than making progress. Tony Robbins is the quote, progress equals happiness. Like you will, if you just continually focus on making progress and getting better at whatever you're doing in your life, like good things are going to happen to you. It's when you stop growing and when you get stagnant and stale and sit still that things start to get, you know, not exciting and things start to get boring and things, but it's just like the commitment to growth, the commitment to being, and part of being getting that is being coachable. So there's three questions I always have um, trained uh, people to ask. You train your staff members to ask these questions. Um, question one is, what else can I do? What else can I do? I love this question. Right? I want someone, I want a trainer coming up to me. What else can I do? What else can I do? What else do you need me to be doing? What else should I be reading? What else should I be learning? All right. The second question is, where can I get better? Where can I get better? What are the things you imagine that imagine a staff member coming to you and asking you, where can I get better? What are we doing all the time? We're going on to them. We're like, we got to do this better. You got to do that better. You got to make this change. We're this change. What if they came to you and said that, that that's a person, you know, that's, that's really coachable. And the third question I love to train them to ask is what do I need to learn so that I can continue to grow? What do I need to learn so I can continue to grow? So what do we do? We always say, oh, read this book or go to the seminar. This, well, what if they came to you and we're doing that? So this is about now starting to train A players or train your staff members to start to become A players by teaching them how to be more coachable. Um, so that's number three. Uh, number four is shared values. Ant, are you still with me? I'm here, man. You, I'm here. No, are you I just, filing your nails? Are you filing your nails, Anthony? What I was. I was practicing right. my chords on the guitar. I just had a. Uh, are you meditating? Listen, though they agree <laughs> to coaching. <laughs> all right. This is, I have, this is like, a good. This is a good deal for you. You just show. You just show up to the call, and I get to talk for an hour, and you get to like go playing your guitar. This is great. It's awesome, good. and like I said, right. you, you guys <laughs> always pay on time, so that's why I love you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, number four is. Uh, number four is shared values, right? And so we've talked about core values and, and going back to your question at that time and did participate, uh, you asked a question about the, you know, what do you ask them? Um, and I actually learned this from Alan and Rachel Cosgrove way back in the day, um, but they said to have a question for each one of your core values. I think that's a really good piece of advice that the core values you have are basically the attitudes you know, in behaviors that you require to be part of your company, right? Um, you know, so I, I told you one of them before. One was have a growth mindset. Another one of ours is be a pro, right? You don't need to, if you're a pro, you don't need to tell a pro to show up on time. Derek Jeter never needed to be told what time to show up in the ballpark. He just did it, right? And he showed up probably a lot earlier than what he was required of him because he was a pro. And, and, and so you want to have these shared values, um, but, but the number one thing is you got to have them because if you don't define it, right, if you don't, it's like, it's like not having a bedtime for kids. It's like, if you don't have a bedtime for kids, then when, when do they go to bed? You know, well, whenever the, it's, it's, it's funny because we're seeing that a little bit in the summertime during the school year, we have a really structured bedtime for the kids in the summer. It's a lot more lax. 
so last night we went out, I took the kids out. We went out, I took them out. Vanessa was out with the girls and I took my, the kids out to a Mexican restaurant. Right. And we didn't get home till like nine 30 and you know, they, they got to bed at like 10 o'clock. Right. And, and the reason why that's happening is, and again, I'm not saying this is all bad, but there's no boundaries in place right now. Right. We're not, we don't, we're not following any rules and we don't follow rules. Random stuff happens. And what you don't want in your company is random behavior, right? People just behaving in a random certain way. You want to start defining the way people should think, defining the way people should act um, as part of being in your company, right? And so that, that's the big thing you got to look at. What are the shared values um, that, that you have? And are, are those people um, open to living uh, those core values uh, that, that, that you've got. Vince, can you give us one, um, one, can you give us one of your questions? I mean, one of your core values and a question that you would ask somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the growth mindset one, you know, I'm always interested in when people are learning, what people are learning. So uh, I'll ask them this quick question of like, so well, tell me about the last book you read or tell me about who you follow and who your mentors are. So if it's a trainer, I want to know, and, and and here's bad news. It's bad news when they tell me the last book they read was their, their exercise physiology textbook, right? And they've been three years out of college. Like, that's not a good sign uh, to me. And the other sign is to me, and this is for all people that are coming out. Um, if you tell me that you uh, do all your learning on YouTube and you just search YouTube for YouTube videos, that's not a good sign either, right? That means you you, bit, you essentially scroll and you come across shit and you watch it and there's no intention behind your learning, right? Don't say that one either. So don't say your exercise phys textbook or you find videos on YouTube and watch them. Um, I want to hear things like, Hey, I follow this mentor. Hey, I read books on this person. Hey, I took this course. Hey, I just finished this certification. Like that's like real true learning. So in our have a growth mindset, I want to know that they're growing and learning and looking to um, get better. So that would be a that would be a question. Um, Number five, number five is they have high standards. Okay, they have high standards. Um, This is this is the one that's that's really, really important, because if they don't have high standards, um, for themselves, um, then it, 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 man, they're probably going to be mediocre at what they do. And I'll give you an example, going back to the person that, um, I was talking about earlier that missed the meeting. This person has very, very, very high standards for themselves. Right. And it, it was very interesting of how she reacted. She was horrified, horrified that this happened and sent us a long email apologizing and it was just like you could tell like this violated every standard that she had. She doesn't miss meetings. And she like took it personally like this. No, this is not me. This is not. And, and, and again, me and Will are like kind of like chuckling the whole time because we know this person is such an A player. But we know that like stuff happens every once in a while. Right. Um, but her standards are, and you can tell by the way people react. Like how do people react when they lose? Right. A lot, well, a lot of times winners get really pissed off when they lose and they get pissed off when they lose because they got high standards for themselves, right? If we got a goal at, at, you know, in, in the company and we don't hit that goal, I'm pissed, right? I'm pissed because 
we have high standards. And, 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 and I think that's what it takes to have, you know, winners on your team. It, it, they have high standards for themselves and people that have high standards, they don't get stagnant. People that have high standards, they, they, they won't accept going three months and not reading a book. They won't accept, you know, not, not going out and doing the things they need to do, you know, to make progress. They won't accept, you know, I, I personally, like I used to have a couple team members they would, I had to like calm them down when a client would not lose weight. He was like, this is bullshit. Like we did everything right. And, and they would get all like pissed off, like that they didn't lose the amount of weight that they needed because they had high standards for their training. And I had to like, I was like, dude, you got to understand, like, I know you have high standards for yourself, but you know, you're not with them 23 hours of the day when they're going home eating potato chips and drinking and stuff. You don't have full control over it. But the stuff they do do, but they have high standards. And that's what you want. You want people that have high standards. You want people that that, that want to win. You don't want people that are just kind of loafing through life, um, accepting mediocrity, accepting losses, and being totally fine with being average. Vince, um, is, this, so, is, this something, is this something that you're going to probably find out more over that kind of introductory yeah. period? You're not going to find this out in an interview because yeah. you, you, somebody could just – Act like that, you know, just bullshit you really on this one. One hundred percent. That's why I made that point in the very beginning of the call is that I um, realized that there's things you can do to start to identify in the interview process. But no, A players, you, you identify them as A players over time. Over time, you're watching their behavior. You're seeing how they react. You're seeing how they are. Um, and you learn these things uh, over time. So you do the best you can in the interview process. But um, what you really need to do is just just make sure you're watching carefully. And, you know, hey, when you, when you find these people, um, you got to coach them up well and be good to them and, you know, compensate them fairly and well. And, um, you know, you know, rod them as, as, you know, keep them as long as you can. Um, but know that the problem, some of the problems with A players, a lot of times they'll move on. Right. And, that, and that's OK. Right. And that's OK. But as long as you can able to be reloaded. Um, with these A players, that's the important piece. Yeah, I feel like almost to the high um, standards that that would the a question might be, and this is only from listening to what you said. Tell me a time you were disappointed at your last job, maybe like about something maybe that you that you did and that you were disappointed. You know, I mean, I'm trying to think of how would I find at least try to get a little glimpse in that interview process. Yeah, and, and the other thing is people, you know, with high standards, they, they want to work for someone that has high standards, right? If all of a sudden you have someone that's got high standards and you have low standards, um, they're not going to stay. They're going to be gone. So that's one of the biggest things. And again, a lot of this comes back to, you know, who do you need to become to attract these kinds of people? It's an important question. Who do you need to become to attract these kinds of people? Because A, players do not work with B players, your own uh, with B player owners. And so the real lesson could be asking this question, are you an A player? And if you're not an A player, um, one, you need to become one as fast as possible, right? Because this isn't, you know, rocket science here. This is just, you know, a way to behave, right? Um, this is, these are all success principles and success qualities that, will help yeah. your business grow. Um, but A player team members won't work for B player owners. 
at least for very long. So if anything, this is a lesson in self-development more than a lesson in you know, team development. Um, and the last one is the right skills. Okay, the right skills. They need to have the right skills to do the job. Okay. Um, now, that doesn't mean that you can't hire a trainer that, that, that has minimal experience um, and doesn't know much and then train them the things that they need uh, to do it. Okay, that, I'm, I'm totally fine with that. But the more I go in business and the longer I go in business, I, I, I really have less patience for that. I really have less patience for that. I want them coming in with some of the skills I need. Like, I, I, I don't really want to spend time training a trainer that has zero experience, that's never trained a person in their life, because it just is going to take me so much longer to get them ready. Right. So I want them coming in with, you know, the right skills. Uh, for the job, uh, same thing. If I was to hire a marketing person, I don't want to hire someone with zero experience with marketing. I want to have someone that knows um, the, some of the things I need to do. It doesn't mean I'm not going to coach them and educate them on it, but it's almost like they need to be, you know, a, 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 a piece of clay that you can mold, but that piece of clay needs to be able to have the ability to have the assets and the skills um, that, that you need. So, so that's kind of like the big six is um, I'll just recap them again. So one is accountability. Two is commitment. Three is they're coachable. Four is shared values. Uh, five is high standards. And six is they got um, the right skills. These are the qualities of A players. They're not the qualities of superstar trainers, but they're the quality of A players. And if you put A players on the floor, um, you're going to win games. You're going to win games. And you look at like someone like Horace Grant, right? Horace Grant, who is, you know, a power forward for the Bulls, you know, on the Michael Jordan team, right? You would think that Michael Horace Grant wasn't like a superstar basketball player, but he was a heck of an A player, right? He was a heck of an A player because he did his job. He did it right. He didn't complain. Like he was just like a good, solid person, right? And he wasn't a B player. He was an A player um, because he helped the team win. And he was really, really good. And a lot of people think, oh, well, Jordan was the A player. Well, no, Jordan was de- Jordan was definitely an A player for sure. But so was Horace Grant. Um, not as effective as Jordan, but still an A player because he helped the team move forward and win. Um, so that's what you're looking for. And again, Ant, we probably need to do another podcast on the, what's going on in the labor market. But if you want to win, you need to good, put, put good people on your staff. And I'll take two A players over four B players all day long and twice on Sunday. So you got to understand like A players have a lot more stamina. A players have a lot more resilience. A players can, you know, take you really, really far. So know that, you know, just a few of these can, can really make your business very successful. Um, They're not easy to find. They're not easy to find, um, especially today. But um, they're they're worth looking for because and they're worth keeping once you get them as long as you can um, because they're they're, they're going to help you have a lot more uh, freedom in your life. Yeah, I, I, I to, just a, one kind of related comment on two things. First of all, the accountability to me is almost the most important. That extreme ownership because I feel like if they have that, then they are coachable. 
because they they understand they are taking responsibility for who they are. Um, and I feel like if they have that accountability, you're probably going to have a good amount of shared values. They're probably if they're if they if they have that extreme ownership, I bet they have high standards. Um, and one of the things that I'm, not that I don't agree with you on, but a lot of people will talk about, especially right now in this, and it might be a time for another conversation, but or, but the right skills. So a lot of people talk about. Look, I, I'll take somebody who has the rest of it, but maybe doesn't have the skills because that is probably the easiest one to be like, hey, this is our system. Go get the CSFC certification and, and you'll be fine and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll get them on board. But it's the other things that are almost, almost aren't teachable. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and again, the, the right skills thing, I, I, I agree with you on that. Like we can take a trainer that doesn't have the skills we need and we can give it, we can give them to them. But the, the longer I am in business and the, and the longer I go, um, there, you, you can find people that, that have got them, right? You can find people that have got them and it's going to make a transition a lot more seamless um, when they do. So I, I don't think you need someone coming in knowing exactly how you do everything but um, I, I do think it's just it, it takes a lot off of the business and the owner and everybody else um, when they got some skills um, coming in. I will not make trainers is my one inception, but I will not make a hiring decision in any other role in my company if they don't have that the skills I need coming in. I just won't do it because it's just yeah. it just takes too long of a process. Um, and I'm I'm hiring across four companies right now. Right. And yeah. So, yeah. I think I was thinking yeah, about I mean, just the trainers. So, I, yeah, you're right. I, I no, wasn't it, the trainer it. would be the one. But, you know, for, for all the other things in, in hiring across four companies right now, we don't have the time um, to, 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 to spend, you know, a year uh, getting them ready to go. Like, they, they, they got to come in and be able to hit the ground running. Yeah. Um, and and it's just, just an example is, like, you know, we just hired a director of ops, right, um, for, for our mastermind business. Right. And she never worked for a mastermind business before she worked at a, a catering company. Right. But she still had the skills. She didn't have the exact skills I needed, but she had the skills of what do I, what skills do I need? Well, I need good customer service. Right. And she had that skill. It was in a different industry in a different business, but she had the skill of what I needed of customer service. So don't mis don't mistake the skills for knowing exactly what needs to be done in your company. It's the skills or the, or the overall strategic things that, that they need to have and hone um, to be able to be successful. Yeah, yeah, love it. Good stuff. All right, the six qualities of A player team members. Vince, thanks so much for doing this. And it's my pleasure. And as always, if anyone needs anything, um, they should just go to – I'm going to just send everyone to my website today. It's just vincegabriel.com. Um, and they can either get my book for free or download um, a, a, a download an application to fill out for a marketing strategy call where I help them with their marketing. So VinceGabriel.com is where to go to get all that.